Sorry, I'm just wiping beer off my face. <laughs> That's going to be the show title. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Are You Ready for Another? The ongoing conversation about life, beer, and what lies ahead. I'm Michael Moyer. And I'm Kevin Murphy. I'm starting tonight <clears throat> with a Brewdog Clockwork Tangerine beer. It is a, this is their description. It's a tangerine session IPA with natural flavor. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm assuming the natural flavor means they actually use real tangerines in the, the brewing process. Right. But like, <laughs> and I, 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 I don't know the ins and outs and I know I'll be corrected for this, but I, I know a lot of like fruit flavored beers, people yeah. add something to it after uh-huh. the process to make it taste like whatever. So they're probably saying, hey, we use natural flavor. We used real tangerines in the brewing process to give this a tangerine flavor. Right. Or whatever, you know, but right. Um, it, it, so it's pretty ballsy. I feel like when someone calls something a session um, beer, right? It is. Okay. They're saying, "Hey, this is crushable for for <laughs> you know <laughs> microbrewery stuff." And right now, it is pretty good, but because it has that tangerine flavor, yeah, I feel like it's one of those beers that is kind of like the last few weeks I've been having the hazy ipas and you know those type of things i feel like it needs to be really hot outside you need to be on a boat (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know not going too fast just fast enough to feel the wind whether it's on the ocean or you know like a lake or something right so in those very specific circumstances i could agree that it's sessionable um i do like it though it's 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 definitely a thumbs up for me yeah for crushability um i just I, i feel like the fruity things just yeah, mm-hmm. I have to give it a low rating, yeah. right? You know, like yeah. unless you're in that exact moment on Buckeye Lake, yeah, on a boat, <laughs> and it's the Fourth of July, yeah. <laughs> like maybe then it'd go up to a six, but right, right now I'm giving it a two out of six. What, what are yeah. you drinking? So tonight I have I've talked about this beer a lot, but I've never actually drank it on the podcast. But so tonight my first beer is the granddaddy of them all. Founders All Day IPA. Nice. So, um, you know, crushability scale, it's definitely a six out of six. It's just, <laughs> you you can just, yeah, you can just drink it all day long and, and not get drunk. <laughs> or or you do get drunk. It's just, it's it's a slow burn type of drunk. It doesn't sneak up on you. Yes, yes. Children, when <laughs> we say you can drink all day and not get drunk, you are definitely getting drunk in the yeah. eyes of... <laughs> the law <laughs> right but right. officer i've been drinking all day ipa and you can drink it all day and not get drunk and he's like mm, blow into this and you're like whoa yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know i have i have yet to find uh i, I think back to kind of what you had had said about like doing an ipa t- taste test where you could do like one after another because i don't know how to describe like what makes this taste so good to me compared to like other IPAs. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't really put my, my thumb on it, but, but, um, you know, I would like to, to, to figure that out because it's just, it's delicious and low ABV and mm-hmm. you drink it all day long. Yeah. And what we've joked about doing this, like 
lineup of 20 IPAs, right? And, and tasting them all. Mm-hmm. And I think it is doable. I definitely don't think you and I should do it like, yeah. <laughs> together, right? It has right. to be like with other people um, just because drinking 10 IPAs is just going to result in one of those episodes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. So, exactly. but, um, I, I think it could be, it could be fun if we're, we're sharing them and stuff. With uh-huh. people, so uh-huh. we'll see what happens. You, you know what I like about this podcast and it's kind of a happy accident is just by drinking all of these beers and kind of, um, learning like the term analogy and stuff. Um, I feel like I see things on beer lists and I'm like, oh, I know what that is now. You know, <laughs> like I'll see like a brute IPA and I'm like, oh, I know what that is now. So <laughs> it is kind of fun. Like it's kind of a, a happy accident of of uh, doing this podcast. <laughs> but I, I still don't think we'll ever be beer snobs. You know, we'll, we'll never go that road. And if we do, we just need to end the show. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if Bush Light stops being crushable to us or right. sessionable or any of those other uh, number of things, uh, we're going to call it. Gonna call it quits. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, Kevin. So you just got back from a, a trip. Yeah. Out? So so Melissa and I we did a eight day trip down to Florida on the Atlantic coast, um, just kind of an hour uh, east of Orlando, and it's called Cocoa Beach. Um, her family, um, aunt and uncle, have a, a condo there, so they were generous enough to let us stay there. So that was. You know, a huge cost saver to stay at somebody else's place versus having to pay for a hotel room for eight days. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, we got to, you know, experience um, Kennedy Space Center uh, for the first time. Mo- Melissa, I think, had been there when she was a, a kid, but, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't re- really remember it. Um, just laid around on the beach and, and kind of visited some of the towns around the area. But the trip started off on a very weird note. And so our flight was at five five forty in the morning. Um so I got up at three AM and like showered and everything. And I was in my office and this I think this was probably about probably about um I don't know, 10 till four, something like that. And so I'm in my office and my office is on the, the second, the second story of our house. And, and I swear I could hear voices like coming from the outside. And I'm like, do I, I'm like, do I hear voices? I was like, I was like, eh, you know, like maybe not, but I was just like, well, it couldn't be like somebody's getting up for work because it's just, it's way too early for that. So anyways, I print off our boarding passes and and Melissa's mom arrives to pick us up to take us to the airport. And when we walked out of our garage, there was a like a car parked on the other side of the street and I could see like the back. So it was a four door car. And so the back passenger door was like a jar. And I'm like, hmm, I'm like, I think there's some... (laughs) There's some uh, foul play at work here. Um, now, did you feel like dangerous foul play or that just there's some shenanigans happening? Yeah, yeah. I think it was just like because uh, earlier in, in that day I had seen um, like a, I'm assuming it was like maybe a 
early freshman in college or something get out of that car. So I knew that car belonged to probably somebody that was like 18, 19, something like that. Um, so we load, um, we, you know, we load our luggage in the car and Melissa's mom had, had backed her car into our driveway. Um, and so the car was the, the headlights were, were facing out into the street and so when she pulled out, sh- the headlights sh- uh, shined onto the to this car with the <laughs> back door ajar, <laughs> and there was definitely a girl and a guy in the back seat of that vehicle. I don't know what they were doing, but <laughs> I'm I'm sure <laughs> at 4 a.m. it it's probably uh, you know nothing uh, their parents would be too happy about. <laughs> so. I'm just like, man, us like, what the heck? <laughs> that's that's one of those things that you're afforded as an adult when you have your own place that you don't like have to worry about finding a place to hook up with. Right, a, a right. Significant other, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it, 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 when you own a place, you can be like, well, that might be something you want to do for fun. But like, right. literally when that's your only option when you're 16 or 17 and you're like, yeah, I'll just get my car, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go to make I'm, out point. Yeah. I was just <laughs> like, these these kids are up to no good. So, and then I'm like, I'm like, how old am I again? I'm like, Jesus <laughs> you're like, Christ. You're like, Get out my yard. <laughs> so, uh, you know, in movies, there's always some make out point, right? It like overlooks the city or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does Lancaster have one? The only thing I can think of that would do that would be Mount Pleasant. But, you know, there's no like, it's not like you can drive your car up there and park. Yeah. And, you uh-huh. know, on a Friday night, there's... 1957 Chevys lined up and all the <laughs> kids are making up, making out after the social, yeah, you know. <laughs> right, right. But I, I, I don't, I, I mean, there probably is a thousand ones, but there was not a, like a collective, oh yeah, that's where everybody goes to hook up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that I know of uh, or I ever heard of. Did you ever hear about anything? You, you know what? I had heard about people going up to Mount Pleasant at night, like sneaking up there at night and like doing whatever they do mm-hmm. up there um did you ever hear of anyone in high school and stuff doing that i mean yeah i know people would sneak up there but not like oh that's the place to oh uh, okay hook yeah up, you know yeah. right um right. yeah but it probably was it's probably you know and, and people that don't know even though i think everybody does <laughs> mount pleasant lancaster is just a very large hill it is not in any way a mountain <laughs> right <laughs> There's this like rock face that kind of overlooks um, Lancaster, and it's called Mount Pleasant to uh, locals. I'm sure it probably has some other official name, but Mount yeah. Pleasant's what we know it as. That's fun. It, it's kind of cool because it's like a, a kind of a very unique feature to the town. Like you yeah. don't you don't have any other towns that I know of that have like a giant rock that you can mm-hmm. go climb up on, and it's not like too crazy of a hike or anything. Yeah, because because it's like it is. Like Lancaster's not hilly or mountainy, right? It's pretty flat. Yes, there are hills, uh-huh, but uh-huh. like it's pretty flat, and then you have this like kind of growth jutting out and stuff. So it definitely is like a kind of a unique feature and stuff. And I know mm-hmm. the Native Americans used it kind of as a, a, a lookout point and stuff. Um, but um, you know, it's just one of those kind of weird things. But but, but anyways, long way of saying yes. You you've, you found these kids doing something naughty in their, yeah. their car, 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yep, nothing good happens after midnight, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so we so we get to the airport, and, uh, you know, it's like so early in the morning. Like, Columbus Airport security is, is laughable compared to other airports, but that early in the morning, there was like... I don't know, like just a handful of people. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't anything crazy. But one thing that I was excited about is we flew Southwest Airlines and you basically are get you know, you get assigned a group, you're A, B, C. And what I did is I set a timer so I could check us in right at the twenty four hour mark and I got a group, which I was like, yes, score. (laughs) Yeah, explain to people how that's different because other people, you know, they have an assigned seat. Right. Yeah, so Southwest Airlines, you don't have an assigned seat. You you basically, depending on when you check yourself in, you get signed a, a group and then a number. And so, you know, business class goes first and then like families, then a group, B group, C group go. So a lot of times if you actually want to like sit together, especially if it's a full flight, um, you need to be in those, those first like a or B groups because at the very end it's like, and they'll even come over the PA and they're like, we only have single seats left. So if you have an open seat, pick it like you're, you're not, you're not going to find a seat in the back of the plane. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we got a group, which I was super excited about because, you know, we were, you know, we weren't first ones on. But, I mean, we might as well have been first ones on. So it was nice. I, I definitely like sitting towards the, the front of the plane. Just you don't have to sit there and wait 100 years to get off the plane at your yeah. destination. So, yeah, I'd rather like. I'd rather front load my waiting time getting on the plane, right? Because you're getting uh-huh. on first, so that means you have to wait longer. But at that right, point, you're right. kind of like excited because you're going to a destination, whether it's uh-huh. to somewhere or you're headed home. But that way, when you're you're there, you're like, get me the F off this thing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, we finally get there, which it was nice because with our flight being so early in the morning, you know, it was like... I think we got there like at 9 a.m. So like we still had the whole entire day, uh, you know, ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is with it being more of a vacation home, there's a procedure that you have to go through in order to essentially open it up. Um, so th- they had, you know, like a book of like steps you could follow. And I've done it before. So like I, I remembered everything I needed to do. But you know, so this place has been closed up essentially for like three months now. So like, I uh, you know, I had to go and I had to turn on the water and I had to turn on the hot, um, hot water tank. And then kind of the, the big thing is they have what they call hurricane shutters. Mm-hmm. And it's basically these large steel doors that get closed, you know, over the balcony. Um, and so you have to like you know, get these pliers out and like, you know, unlock them and then like, you know, slide them all the way back. And so anyways, it, it, it took a little time to, to kind of get it, you know, up and running. But, you know, after, after we got all of that, then we just, you know, decided to, uh, just kind of relax a little bit. And cause both of us were like super tired at that point, you know, like getting up at 3am we're like, 
I need a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it again? Was it the Melissa's uh, entire family? No, it's just her aunt and uncle that that own this place. No, no, no. no. Who's with you? Is it you and Melissa and her mom? Oh, yeah. Um, Yes. No, 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 no. So it was just Melissa and I, which was really, yeah, yeah. It was really nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't had... um, you know, just a you and I trip in a in a long time, so it was kind of nice just to, you know, just kind of just be with ourselves and and nobody else. So, uh-huh. yeah, that's that's nice. Yes, because normally your traveling stories you have to deal with going with her family and stuff. So that, that's, right, that's nice. right, yeah. There was there's always like other dynamics involved with mm-hmm. with the other traveling. You know. Yeah. With, it's one of those things where, you know, I love my family, I love hanging out with them, everything, but I really dislike being on vacation and having uh-huh. to adhere to some type of schedule, right? Right, <laughs> like, right. Whether it's a schedule because, hey, we made dinner, and not to say that Katie and I don't do that, it's not like she doesn't plan our whole trip, uh-huh. but it, it, it's like it's more, it's easier in my mind when it's just her and I happen to do it. We, you know, we don't right. have to wait on other people or, you know, do everything. Or like, if we're going out to dinner, it's like, Oh, there's seven of us. How are we going to get a table? Yeah. You know, it's really mm-hmm. busy. And, yeah. But yeah. when it's just two of us, we can just change our minds on a dime and we don't have to like ask other people. We can be like, yeah, this doesn't look good. Let's leave, you know? And so, right. Um, right. It's, it's nice having that freedom of just going with, uh, you know, uh-huh. uh, Katie and your instance, Melissa uh-huh. and stuff. So what is kind of funny, and I'm sure it's it's like this with a with a lot of places that are because this this condo complex it sits right on the beach. It's it's beachfront, um, and so in order like when when we get there, we have to tell her uncle has to tell the people at the gate that we're coming. So like we get like a visitor pass for mm-hmm. our car because like essentially everybody that lives there has like a sticker on their car. And so when you pull in, that's, that's how they know to, to open up the gate for you. Um, so we get, you know, like we pull up and, and we, we tell them, you know, who we're with and they give us this visitor pass. Um, and so we're supposed to put it in the, the dash of the car when, when we're there and there's like designated, uh, guest spots only. And so you got to make sure you park over in the guest spots and not in the residential. Um, and so it's just funny because I mean, there were some young families, um, but I don't know if they were necessarily young families that owned a place there. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were just like their, their mom and dad had a place there and they were, you know, they did a whole like, you know, trip together as a family. Um, but anyways, they just, (laughs) you just, these people look at you like, who's these young whippersnappers, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you don't, you don't belong here. Uh, I I know we kind of briefly talked about, uh, arrested development, you know, a few episodes Uh ago. Uh, but one of the, the funny things, and I said, I was kind of disappointed in the new seasons, but one of the the funny things that that developed was um, uh, George Michael's cousin. Uh, what was her name? Maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe Funke. Um, she, <laughs> through a series of events, ends up in her grandma's like kind of retirement 
facility like that you know you have to have uh-huh. a pass to get in and stuff but right, anyways right. she literally just wears a, a wig and giant like circular glasses yeah and she <laughs> looks like she could be a very like one of those like early 70s attractive grandmas right uh-huh, like that's uh-huh. just like hey what's going on and stuff and she pulls it off and so like all the other people she has to act like she can't hear sometimes and stuff she's right like, huh? right and so she, and then of course george <laughs> michael visits her and he's like what what are you doing she's like this is great she's like i get free rent um you know we, we have lunch or we have dinner at three o'clock <laughs> like like all this yeah. <laughs> so like it's probably worth it just to watch that uh yeah that, that yeah of it, but so it was it was funny because so one day um, we were just doing like a beach day and there's it, it was lots, you know, lots of stuff has to be taken down to the beach. We got our chairs, we got our umbrella, we got our cooler, you know, Melissa has the beach bag with towels in it. Like there's just all of this coordinating in order to like get out the door to to go and it's not like a super far walk from like you know where their condo is to the beach but i mean it's it's you know probably takes a good 10 minutes or something to get you know like that da- and like you know cuz their condo's on the fourth floor so you got to get down you know down the stairs and then across the thing and you know mm-hmm. so melissa's like kind of out in the hallway um and you know it's like not a hallway but it's it's open it's open air like to the outside um, where the the front door of this place is, and so she's standing there, and I'm like trying to get like all of the stuff like coordinated and together, and all of that stuff. And there was these two elderly women, you know, kind of on the other end of this, you know, corridor hallway place, and the, <laughs> the one which you know it was one o'clock in the afternoon, and she was still in her pajamas, which you know. I mean, she's retired, so she can just do whatever the f she wants. But I just thought it was funny that it was like one o'clock in the afternoon, and she just goes, "Hold on, I'm coming down to meet you." <laughs> and then she <laughs> she proceeds to walk at you know a snail's pace. I I told Melissa if she had a walker with her, that would have just been like the cherry on the cake with this situation <laughs> that was happening, you know, unfolding. And so she comes down in her pajamas and she immediately wants to know like if 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 we bought or if we're renting. And you know, we're like, "Oh no, we're you know, we're guests here." And she's just like, "Oh, that's nice, you know." And then what was really funny about it is she had no idea who Melissa's aunt and uncle were. Yeah. And and so she <laughs> She's just like, now who now? Oh, I've never met them. But it was just funny because she was so concerned about coming down to meet us, but she's now actually met the people that <laughs> that own the condo. How, how often are Melissa's aunt and uncle there? Is it just a, a summer destination then, or do they go down like during the winter, or how do they... Frequent? Yeah, I would I would say it's a couple times a year, like maybe a, a week at a time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is... You know, it it can be kind of sporadic, like I was saying, like the last time somebody had been down there was like three months ago or something. So, (laughs) yeah, Um, see, that's the difference between you and I is if she came down and was like, are you renting or buying? I'd be like, oh, yeah, uh, we're buying it. You know, (laughs) my name's Michael W. Smith and this is my wife, uh, Shimniqua. Right. right. (laughs) 
or from Jersey. But <laughs> it was it was funny because like she would ask a question and I would give an answer and Melissa would give an answer, but they would always be different answers. <laughs> um, like she was asking like when we leave, and I said the fourth, but really it was the fifth. <laughs> and so she said, like I said, the fourth, and then Melissa said the fifth, and then so I I forget there was a couple other situation or you know questions like that. And she's uh, probably once, like kids these days lying to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I told Melissa, I, you know, once we were down at the beach, I said we would do terrible at a police, uh, you know, interrogation because we were just giving different <laughs> answers. Like every question, it was. Where different were you answers. on the fourth? Right. We were in Columbus. <laughs> no, we were in, in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, she was just like, well, have a nice time or something. Mm-hmm. And we're like, like okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, it was so because it was just like at a place like that, it's just like Melissa and I just kind of want to be like shadows. Like we don't yeah. want to, you know, we don't need to make friends with anybody. We don't even really need anybody to know our presence yeah. is there. Like you, be, you, because you, they just. <laughs> People like that just get so grumpy at yeah. stupid, minute stuff, yeah. and like that's the last thing we would want is to like <laughs> cause problems for her aunt and uncle because they let these young whippersnappers yeah. use their condo and they don't know how to follow the rules or you know whatever. So now I bet if Brent and Denise were down there, Brent would have talked to her for a good thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> she would have probably. She right. would have invited him to dinner. And then Brent would have been like three days later, he'd be like at some EDM club with her and her gal pals. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. it's just me and Flo tonight. Yeah. Denise tapped out. <laughs> oh, man. Flo might be 84, but she can go all night long once you give her that, that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sticking with the IPAs tonight, my next beer is... Ballast Point Brewery, and it's the Fathom IPA. You know what? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't taste that much different. Than, so even huh. even more of a reason to do the IPA tasting. Okay. All right. Um, so are you going to give it a six out of six, or um, on your crushability? I don't know. I feel like if I do, I'm cheating on all day IPA. Yeah, I feel like you are. <laughs> I also feel like we need to have one of our listeners come up with like a bumper, you know, for crushability. Uh-huh. And he needs yeah. to be like, cuckoo crushability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. that would be hilarious. <laughs> um, no, it's here's what's funny, right? Is you said their taste pretty similar. Yeah. I have an odd 13 single malt, single hop IPA. And. It's called Hop Troll Galaxy, and it is okay. really different than a typical IPA. Um, and I don't know what it, it could just be because I just literally had that tangerine IPA, and so yeah. now that I'm having a normal one, I'm like, it's so different. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I, I'm I'm really digging this. On the front, mm-hmm. it looks like okay, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Um, like imagine a drawing of Danny DeVito, but if somebody was okay. like, I'm going to make Danny DeVito look like Yoda, <laughs> 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 but 
that's what the, the front looks like. But man, that's pretty good. Right now, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a four out of six on the crushability index. Crushability. Get crushed. So after I've taken a few drinks of mine, I can definitely start tasting the the differences. Yeah. Um, especially like with the the finish, with like the um the whatever the mouth feels of the the finish this one and reading on their website they it says zesty orange fresh pie notes with a touch of malt and i think that's what that finish that we like that what i'm tasting is like kind of that malt um, yeah taste on the finish but i still think i would give this probably four out of six crushability crushability get crushed Another day that when we were we were in Florida, so I had looked up. Um, so Coco or Coco Beach is really close to Cape Canaveral, and actually, there's a lot of history of of like astronauts like hanging out there, and like people like in the 50s and 60s and stuff would would fill up all the hotels, and you couldn't get a hotel anywhere, you know, because they would they would go there to, to watch the space launches. Um, so I had looked up to see if SpaceX was launching anything Mm -hmm. during the time we were there. And they, they, we just missed a launch. Like SpaceX launched on Tuesday and our first day there was like on Thursday. Um, so I didn't think there was anything going on. Like I, you know, I just, I didn't think there was anything. And so both Melissa and I had woke up really early in the morning and I went out to the kitchen to, um, you know, start the, the Keurig up to get coffee going. And I just heard this like real deep, low rumble. And actually some of the glasses in the kitchen started like clanging together, like shaking. And, I immediately thought that has to be a rocket, which it's funny. That was like my first instinct because Mm -hmm. you, you know, you would think, I guess it's like, it's what you expect a rocket launch to sound like, you know, like you've seen enough of it in movies and stuff like that. You're like, you know, that has to be a rocket. But, and so my next thought is, but there isn't any rocket launches today. (laughs) I'm sure if you were in LA and you heard the same thing, you would be like, Oh, it's an earthquake. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's your situational <laughs> awareness knowing I'm in Florida, you know, like your brain's doing all these synapses. Right. Of being like, right. Nope. 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 No. Oh, yeah. It's got to be that. But then you're like, wait a minute. But it can't be that because there's no rocket today. <laughs> yeah. So I so I started walking towards, um, you know, so the 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 condo is kind of like a long, narrow um you know the footprint of it it's kind of like long and narrow so you kind of have the kitchen and then like the living room and then on the other side of the living room there's sliding glass doors that lead out to the balcony um so i'm like walking from the kitchen through the living room and as i'm doing that the i can kind of start seeing out the the window of the balcony and i see smoke trails going up and I holler from Melissa immediately. And I was just like, get out here. <laughs> I was like, get out here. They're firing off a rocket, you know? So, like, we immediately, like, um, um, you know, run outside and, and uh, you know, watch it. But I don't – so what they were testing that day is 
with NASA's new Orion capsule, they basically have like an abort feature. And so if like things are going bad and they need to abort, the capsule can like break off and like come back down to earth. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what they were testing. Oh, um, nice. And so like, there was like the, the picture that I took, if you zoom in on it, you'll see like a little, you'll see like a little um, kind of like arc, like arcing off. And that's essentially like the, the capsule ejecting or whatever. But mm-hmm. um I didn't realize that until that day, but NASA is definitely testing um, uh, new new vehicles and stuff like that because they're they're planning to go back to the moon in 2024. Um, so this Orion spacecraft is essentially what will take uh, astronauts of the future to the to the moon again. Mm-hmm. So for all of those moon landing. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, conspiracy theories, you know, they, they can't, they can't debunk, uh, the fact that when we go there on 2024, I because don't know, they can debunk all they want. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it's moving goalposts, right? So what, what they'll say is no, we know they eventually went to the moon. Like, cause uh, yeah, they have yeah. like the mirrors that you can shoot a laser and stuff. Like they planted those. They're like, we know they eventually did like in, you know, Apollo 14 and 15. And stuff. Right. But no, right. Apollo 13 didn't go like it. it, it you know those type of people uh-huh. just keep moving the goalposts of yeah. what is yeah. a thing. So I'm sure I'm sure even if President Trump is on the moon in 2024, yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, nope, it's fake. He was in a Arizona desert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyways, it was it was really cool because, I, granted, we didn't see it like a like take. You know, it was already probably like fifty thousand feet in the air. Like by the time I saw it. But th- just the fact that it was like we were there and we got to see freaking science, you know, working. So, yeah, it, that's yeah awesome. it was just it was really cool. Yeah. So later that day, we we decided to go to the Kennedy Space Center, which kind of my summation of it as a whole is probably the best museum i've ever been to and i you know and i've been to yeah quite a bit of museums Mm -hmm. so but just the way they present the the stuff to you it like it's not like so for instance they had the atlantis space shuttle on display Mm -hmm. and instead of just having a building and you walk into the building and you're like yep there it is no what you do is you go into this room first and this room you is limited to like 200 people and then the lights dim and you watch this movie and it's it's with actors but they're basically acting out like the events that took place of them deciding to invent the space shuttle it's like they hadn't even put a man on the moon yet and they were already thinking of okay, what's what's our next vehicle going to look like? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you watch this like five minute long video. And did you um, recognize any of the actors? No, I no, I didn't. Ah, okay. Um, but uh, so you watch this video, and you know they. It, but what was cool about it is so they had the actors like portraying you know the the people in the, like the sixties or whatever but also intersplicing like real footage of them like 
you know, throwing models out of airplanes and testing, you know, because the space shuttle was a glider. So they, they were testing to see if it could actually like glide back down to earth and, you know, all of this stuff. So that happens and you're like, you know, that was really cool. And then the doors open and you walk into another room and it's like this crazy. So it's like a three dimensional screen that essentially, so there's like a screen on the back wall, but as like you come like further into your perspective, there's like smaller screens. So it kind of gives this illusion of like three dimensional, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, so then you're, you're standing there right when the first, very first space shuttle gets launched, you know, and you, you, you watch it launch up and then you see like all of this footage of like astronauts in space and all of this stuff. And, you know, you, you, it's just, it's amazing. It's just, it's sensory overload. It, It was just amazing. And then, you see the space shuttle like coming back to earth, you know, and like anybody that's seen footage of the space shuttle coming back to earth, you know, it's gliding down and it's, it lands like an airplane Mm -hmm. and immediately, like as it's showing that the, the screen, the far back screen goes translucent and you can see the space shuttle's nose pointing directly at you. Oh, and awesome. then they go they go welcome home Atlantis. Oh, and then that's the, really cool. The screen goes up like I, honestly like me like I'm getting chills again just talking about this because like it was like literally I I was just like holy shit this is not theater. This is real life and just how they presented it to you. God, it was just, it was so cool. And so you walk, like after the screen went up, you walked in and then, then you were in the museum and the the space shuttle was, they actually had it hanging from the ceiling. Um, And it's just, it's, you know, it's like you look at pictures, but pictures don't get a, a good sense of scale. You know, it's just, it just pictures don't do it justice. So Anybody that goes to Florida needs to go to the Kennedy Space Center because it will freaking blow your mind. I mean, just the fact that you get to witness things that were in space, mm-hmm. you know, it just it makes you feel like you're just this tiny little ant. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like it's just it was so it was just so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. That's awesome. I uh, there was an uh, and I misspoke. I said Apollo thirteen. Apollo thirteen is the one that didn't make it to the moon, but oh, Apollo right. Apollo eleven. Uh, there was a. All I've heard is how amazing this documentary is. They okay. it's an Apollo eleven documentary that just came out this year. They restored tons of footage from, um like the BBC and everybody to like get like high, really, really high quality film and stuff. And everybody's just like, it is like just an awe inspiring film. People are like, you need to go watch it on IMAX, you know, to get yeah, like the, the full thing and stuff. And it, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I, it's like definitely on my list. Like whenever it comes out, I'm just going to be like, turn off the lights, Katie. We're going to put on yeah. some Pink Floyd <laughs> and watch Apollo 11. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Well, they had um, what was cool about it is it kind of the same the same theatrical performance that 
that occurred for the the space shuttle Atlantis. They had one for the Apollo Eleven rocket, and yeah, that again, it was and like as I was sitting there, and you're you know you're kind of watching this stuff like unfold. Like I kept on reminding myself, like this isn't theater. Like this, this was real life. Like yeah. this happened, you know. And I, you know, it's I. I feel like maybe some of the people, you know, might just be like, "Oh, this is kind of like a ride or whatever like that." But it, you know, it's like you really got to remind yourself, like, no, this this freaking happened. This vehicle that I'm staring at was in space. You know, like it. It was just. Yeah, I I could probably talk like five hours about this because it just makes me think of like just the brilliant minds and just it's just amazing. Just just amazing. Yeah. Where would you guys go? Uh, it was like Central Florida or something, wasn't it? When, when you would vacation there? We would go. So it, it was it was a little further north. Um so Daytona is north of where we stayed, um, but there was a, kind of like a smaller beach that was um, called Ormond Beach, and and so my my family trips growing up was always to Ormond Beach, Florida, um, which was still pretty close to like Orlando, like and uh, all of those things. So you know we could drive to kind of the the touristy stuff. But one thing that was nice with, I guess, Ormond beach, I, th- I think is, um, you know, it was, it just, it wasn't as crowded, I think mm-hmm. as like what Daytona beach is and stuff. And uh, this is probably a question for your dad, but like, do you know why, um, he, he chose that region? Was it just like on his tra- travels and stuff? He's like, Hey, this is close to Daytona. I mean, yeah. I assume Daytona was like, what, just a few hour drive if even that like you could probably go to Daytona in a day if you needed to yeah 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 I think it was I think it was probably maybe closer than that yeah so from Ormond Beach to Daytona <laughs> no it's <laughs> like 14, in, 14 hours <laughs> not date in Ohio 20 like a 20 minutes <laughs> date in Ohio <laughs> <laughs> So from Ormond Beach to Daytona Beach, it was about twenty minute drive. Oh, so I think okay. I think that's yeah I think that's what my dad liked about it is it was close, but you didn't have like the crazy. This Daytona is one of those beach. weird things. Like I I have no context or knowledge of Florida really. You know, other than uh-huh. Spanish, you know, all that type of stuff from history class. And like, is Daytona Beach a city? Or is it literally just the beach? Because I think Ormond Beach... Here we go. Ormond Beach is a city in... I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but Vusilla, Florida. So Daytona Beach, but literally a 20-minute drive. Like, why are those two different cities? Like... Yeah. Like... Yeah. I don't know. That's strange to me. There must have been some contention at one point in their history where, like, you know, they were small, and then they kept growing, right? And Daytona was like, hey, we're Daytona. And Ormond's like, no, we're a city. For, you know, like, it's yeah. probably just, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to yeah. be a city. Because have you ever looked at Columbus city um, uh, city limits outline? <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Uh-uh. No. Um, let me see if I can find a photo of it. And, and you know it's got to be, like, politics of people 
over the years being like, well, we don't want to be a part of Columbus. So look at this. Oh, hopefully that links to what I wanted to link to. Yeah, so if you click that link, even though it's showing skyline photos and stuff, but click that link. Okay. So see all the red? Yeah. <laughs> that is Columbus. Yeah. That is Columbus city limits. That's hilarious. <laughs> all right, Kevin, any more to your, your Florida trip you want to talk about? So I had purchased prescription sunglasses here in Columbus at the Warby Parker here in Columbus. And I knew that they wouldn't be, or I knew we would be in Florida by the time they would be ready. So I said, can you ship them? (laughs) Can you ship them down to Florida instead of, you know, shipping them at my house? And they're like, yeah, no problem. So anyways, we, um, they, they said we, we will ship them there. The, the latest it will be is the 4th of July. They said, we're open on the 4th of July. You know, that's the latest you can get them. And I really actually wanted them earlier than that because that was kind of the whole purpose. It's like yeah. we're going to the beach. Like, I would like to have sunglasses that are, you know, I can actually see. Um, So I kept like, so I kept on like calling them because I'm like, you know, when I ordered my glasses from you guys, I could track it and I can't track it. And they're like, oh, well, because it's going to one of our stores, you you can't track it. So I was like, okay. So I could not like see an update on it. So I told Melissa, I said, let's just, you know, kind of do a, a trip on the 4th. And we had them shipped to um, their Boca Raton store, which was the cl- the closest store um, that I could get them shipped to from where we were staying. Mm-hmm. So Boca Raton from where we were staying was, I think it was about two hours, 15 minutes, um, which you, we get on I-95. The speed limit's 70 miles an hour, but everybody's doing like 85 plus. It's just like insane. Eastbound <laughs> and down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our little, our little Kia, you know, I was at, I was at uh 70, I, I had the cruise control set at 77 and that's, that's all the fastest I wanted to go. Um, but anyways, so we get down to this shopping mall in Boca Raton where the Warby Parker is and I go in there and I'm like, I'm here to pick up my sunglasses and they're like, okay. And they, they're like, ah. They're like, they're not here. They're like, they're out for delivery, but they're probably not going to get delivered today because it's the 4th of July or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I was just like, well, this is a huge freaking problem because I was like, we are leaving tomorrow. And I said, I can't come back to this store to pick them up. And they're like, oh, that's no problem. We can like overnight ship them to Columbus. Mm -hmm. So this like, this like kind of like you know fun thought of like oh i'm going to have my sunglasses shipped to florida when i'm there and it's going to be great and i'm going to have them and we're going to be sitting on the beach it turned into like this huge like okay they're coming here but now i got to get them back there and like all of this stuff so yeah. that was that was really frustrating just because like it wasn't supposed to be like that it was supposed to be like you know I've I've never owned prescription sunglasses before and like it's supposed to be like, oh, it's a fun thing and it's on my trip. Yeah. So anyway anyways, um Fort Lauderdale is thirty minutes south of Boca Raton. 
So I told Melissa, I said, let's go down to Fort Lauderdale and just like do, you know, just like see what it's all about. Um, And Fort Lauderdale is kind of a really cool city because it has like all of these like houses that are like in these like, you know, intercoastal canals. And so like these huge houses and you can essentially park your boat outside of your house. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you know. So we, you know, kind of did some sightseeing around there, and it was the 4th of July, so there was all kinds of parties and people out and, you know, people parasailing. It was such a kind of a, a, a different vibe than where we were at. Like, where we were at, it was just kind of very chill. There was a lot of people on the beach, but it was it was very kind of like a laid-back kind of city. Mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale, it was just like... I'm here for the party, you know? <laughs> and so, like, people, you know, people were just, like, just, you know, these guys had dirt bikes on the road, and they were popping wheelies, and they <laughs> didn't have helmets on, and Melissa's just like, oh, my God, they're going to crash. <laughs> I was like, they probably are, but, but people it serves them care. right for, <laughs> yeah, for popping wheelies. But so we ate at this really cool restaurant that was, like, kind of, like, right on the beach and and just kind of, did sightseeing and they have a really big um harbor uh kind of where like people keep their boats and so i was able to kind of slip in through the they had one of the gates open um and i told melissa i said thank goodness we we didn't like try to park down in here because since it was 4th of july these parking lots were charging fifty dollars a car to park so but so we walked there and so we were able to see i was able to see some some pretty big boats and stuff like that that's pretty cool yeah so needless to say i got back to ohio and i still didn't have my sunglasses so i had to get back on the phone with warby parker and be like all right I've like talked to the customer service like five times now and it's always a different person. So I got to tell you my story and you know, they, they did overnight ship it. So it literally uh, like I got it. So we got back, uh, we got back on what the fifth and I was able to get them on the, what was it? The seventh. So they, they were able to get it get it to me pretty quickly but still it just it turned into this big thing and i i was just like Ugh. <laughs> like this wasn't this wasn't supposed to be like this you know yeah and what was, what was really kind of frustrating about the whole situation is I, i'm not sure how many stores we'll we'll have to look this up but they they have quite a bit of retail now oh yeah you know yeah. they start you know they started as online and now they they have this huge big retail network built out but what's frustrating is you cannot call directly to one of the retail stores. You call to the customer service people. And that was frustrating because it's just like, why can't I just call the Boca Raton store and talk to somebody that works there? You know, not some customer service person that doesn't necessarily know like 
yeah. what shipments are coming in and out, you know? Yeah. And so that's what I found frustrating is I could not call their stores directly. Yeah. Like I had to call the customers. And, and that shows their size now. Cause that, that's generally what happened. I mean, you, you call staples, right? It, even the, even if you call a 740 staples in Lancaster, I don't even know if Lancaster has staples still, but let's just say they do. You immediately get dispatched to the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But eventually, if you're like, nope, I need to get this, this, and it'll be like, the hours for this store, you know, but you eventually get to it. But so you're saying Warby Park would be like, oh, no, we just, you still call our central place and whatever, uh, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's annoying. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was super. However, I will say that when I did get there, um, at the Boca Raton store, the the girl that was helping me, she said, she's just like, let me get your phone number. She's like, because if they come in today, she's just like, I, I can text you. Like, she was going to text me herself yeah. to tell me that they were in, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, it just shows like a gap in the... You know, you build out this huge online platform, and now you have this retail platform, but you need to kind of be able to merge the two together. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't still say, oh, well, we're online because, you know, somebody may need to really call one of your stores and talk to an employee that works at yep. that store. Yep, and, you know, and, you know. Because it's one of those things you were like, oh, I'll get my sunglasses. It'll be a cool story that I... And that's... that You, you were... You 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 live living on the edge, Kevin. You were like, you yeah. have these glasses delivered in, in Florida. You know, I know, I know. I felt like I was so like when I was in the Columbus store, and she's just like, "So, do you want them shipped to your house?" And I was just like, "Actually, you're like, could you ship? A, you're like, could you ship them to your Boca Raton store in Florida?" You're like, uh, "Ship it to my my summer home or my winter yeah. home in Florida, please." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I was I was hot shit, but I ended up not not having them the whole time. Uh, oh, so. yeah, here we need another sound. Wah, wah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I think I think I've got a good song for tonight because it kind of in my mind encapsulates um a lot of like it could be tied into space flight because you talked a lot about okay. space flight, but it's also kind of right. a good beach song and it's also a good driving song. I feel like. Ah. Like like the sunsets going down, yeah. You know, yeah. You're, you're 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 on a journey. You know, whether it's to the, to the stars or just to a beach and stuff. And it's the the band Tycho and the song is awake.
All right, Kevin, you ready for another? 